Okay, so welcome. Uh, we're going to start out a little differently today. So uh, if, if you have a blanket at home, uh, unfold it and then roll it into a jelly roll style. So we're going to take the blanket, swing your legs forward, bring the blanket to about the top third of your mat as you lie back with the shoulders on the blanket. So this may need a little adjusting. Um, slide, roll over the blanket until the back of your head can touch the floor. If the back of your head is still hovering off the floor, uh, probably because of a tight upper back situation, then place a second surface, maybe a folded blanket underneath your head so that you are able to release the weight of your head you need a separate padding, you good? No, I think I'm great. Okay, feel good? Okay. Extend your arms out to your sides and turn your palms to face up so that the shoulders just gently tuck underneath your chest. You might take a moment to extend out through the soles of your feet before releasing the weight of your legs down. Your eyes are not yet closed. Close them now. And arrive. So physically, you've already made it to the room, made it to your mat. So bring your mind in into dialogue with your body here. What are you feeling as you take this pose? Are there areas of your physical being that are calling for attention out of discomfort, out of soreness, even pain? What is it? Where is it? Bring your mind into those spaces. And by bringing your awareness to those areas, can you begin to breathe energy through that space, creating release?
yourself as you roll to one side, and then we'll make our way to seated in a hero pose. So Virasana, by bringing the knees together, angle your shins apart, press the tops of your feet into the floor. I like to bring uh, my hands to the flesh of my calves and press the flesh and muscle of my calves back and apart to, seat, to sit between the heels. So uh, please sit up on some padding and form of a blanket or a block if this causes any pain or discomfort in your knees. Close your eyes. Momentarily rest your palms on your thighs. Lift your shoulders up towards your ears, lifting into your armpit, chest, lengthening the sides of your body before looping your shoulder blades onto the back side of your chest, causing your collarbones to broaden and your heart to Draw your lower front ribs into a central point, creating a contraction of the upper abdomen, and then draw that point just subtly towards your spine to create more space through the low back. Soften the expression of your face once again. With the eyes closed, bring your palms together in front of your heart. We'll chant Om three times before beginning the Asana practice. Exhale, and inhale for all.
to your heart, release your palms to your thighs, then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. Welcome. <laughs> Bring your right hand behind your right hip, cross your left hand to your right thigh. Grow tall through your spine as you inhale and as you exhale, begin to revolve, keeping your legs and hips grounded. Growing tall through your spine as you revolve from left to right, bottom to top, inside to outside. So imagine your spine like a spiral staircase. Walk your awareness from your lower abdomen to your middle abdomen, low back, lower ribs, moving up the back as you move up to the chest, shoulders, eventually into the neck and head. Lead your gaze over your right shoulder with your left eye. Hug the right shoulder blade deeply onto the back of your chest and again, tune into your breath. Slow and deep breathing here, targeting the space of your upper back as this tends to be a less mobile area of the spine. As you inhale, create space. As you exhale, can you revolve deeper into the space you created? Although the pose is, um, you find somewhat stillness in the pose, the pose continues to change with the breath. Inhale back through center and bring the left fingertips behind the left hip, right hand crosses the left thigh, root through the legs and hips, grow tall, and exhale for Right to left, bottom to top, inside to outside. Gently hug your left shoulder onto the back of your chest. Chin parallel to the floor as you take your gaze over your left shoulder, leading with the right eye. Soften the edges of your mouth. Keep your jaw soft. Again, direct awareness into the upper back. How does the posture grow and change as you breathe? And come forward of your knees to come off of any padding. Please uh, come into a tabletop position. Spread your fingers, plant your wrists below your shoulders. Knees are hip width distance apart. And I'm going to do things a little differently today. Inhale to come into your cat pose. So lift the back of your heart, tuck your chin to your chest, tilt your tailbone towards the floor, and exhale, melt your heart down, tilt your tailbone up, look skyward into cow pose. Inhale to round the spine, lifting through the back of the heart, tilt your tailbone down and forward, chin to chest. And exhale back to your cow pose. So uh, likely this is the opposite uh, breath syncopation that you're used to. Um, so it, it is for me. <laughs> so as you move through these two shapes, I find it helpful to think about moving particularly from the upper back. So as you inhale, inflating the back of the, the heart, expanding the upper back, with the inflation of the lungs. And as you exhale, contracting 
the shoulders together, contracting the muscles of the back. So as you move through these two shapes, you might start to make subtle variations uh, in accordance with what you're feeling today on the mat. You might shift the hips from side to side. You might end up pausing in one shape or the other if you're feeling like you need a little bit more time and exploration there. Eventually, come back to a neutral spine. Walk your knees back about six inches. Tilt your tailbone towards the ceiling, just like in cow pose. Reach your chin forward and start to walk your hands forward. Maybe one uh, handprint at a time, a couple inches at a time, and then slowly lower your chin and chest towards the floor. Push your hands down and forward. So I've been uh, talking a lot lately in my classes about uh, moving the isometric movement. So once your hands are planted, push energy down and forward through the knuckles. And then lift your outer armpits away from the floor as you hug your shoulder blades together behind your heart. So really think about that action, the shoulder blades pulling together, creating a tone of the upper back muscles as the weight of the heart melts forward. Maybe the chin comes down. Maybe in time your sternum reaches deeper towards the floor. And now think about your inner upper thigh. So you're getting this sense of broadening across the backside of your pelvis by pushing your inner thighs back and apart. Okay, from here, come forward once again into the, t- into the table, and then press back into plank position. Shoulders over wrists, and um, this can always be taken on the knees. I'm more interested in the alignment of shoulders, hips, and knees than I am in uh, people getting there knees up off the floor. You look great. Where you are. Shoulders out of the ears. Inner elbows start to shine forward. Lift into your kneecaps. Press back through your heels. Draw your lower front ribs in and back and slowly lower your knees to the floor. Here, tuck your tailbone towards the ceiling just like we did in that previous pose. That was puppy dog pose. Reach your chin forward once again and then slowly lower your chin and chest to the floor in tandem. Press the tops of your feet down as you slide onto your belly. Roll your shoulders back. Hug your elbows in. Come up into our first cobra pose. So start with your little baby cobra pose. You you had it. uh, With just the strength of your upper back lifting your chin and chest off of the floor. Press your feet down, engage your legs so the kneecaps lift, lengthen back through your tailbone, and think about your lower abdomen. Try to pull your lower abdomen in, drawing it away from the floor. So I talk about that. It's my, and honestly, my lower belly is not coming off the floor, but I'm moving in that direction. So again, isometric movement of the hands as we start to come up. Push your hands down and pull the heels of your hands back to shine your heart forward. Again, shoulder blades come together at the upper back. Collarbones broad, good. And exhale, let it go. Chin to the floor, tuck your toes in. Send your hips all the way back 
towards your heels for an extended child's pose before pushing the hips up and back for our first downward facing dog. So coming into our first dog, you might uh, like to walk out your dog. I encourage you to do so. As you do so, pay attention to each leg, each hip in turn. So as one leg straightens, the opposite knee bends, you might shift the hips from side to side. You might change the concentration of extension from the inside of your foot to the outside of your foot, noticing how that changes the stretch along the back of that straight leg. Okay, eventually walk your dog to stillness. Let's go down. I'm just going to give you a little adjustment. Uh, as I push your hips up and back, keep pressing your hands down forward. That looks great. Okay, from here, take your right leg straight up and back into a three-legged dog position, and we're going to stay here for a moment. Make sure your right knee and toes are pointing straight down, and then pay attention to your left leg. Lift into your left kneecap, engage the front of the left leg to lengthen the left heel deeper towards the floor. As the left heel lengthens down, keep lifting strongly through the inner thigh of the right leg. Push the hands evenly down and forward. As you reach back through the heel, look forward and exhale. Lunge the right foot between the hands. Establish a long stride, maybe giving that ankle a hand. Good. And then... Let the hips melt down and forward. So the back knee can bend here temporarily as you get the right thigh parallel to the floor. Counter the weight of the hips by lifting strongly through your back inner thigh. So you might want blocks if that's more comfortable underneath your hands. Yeah, that will be better. Shoulders out of the ears, heart forward, and feel into your lunge. What are you feeling? Where are you feeling? Extend back through the heel, forward through the knee, and again, isometric movement towards the center now with the feet. Left foot draws forward, right foot pulls back. We often call this scissoring. So you might picture your legs like the blades of two scissors, like you're going to pull the scissors together and your inner thighs are going to, uh, to, to touch. <laughs> okay, from here... Exhale to send your hips back. Round your spine, chin to chest, forehead towards or to your knee. So we're going to hang out here in pyramid pose for a few breaths to establish the shape. Ground through the base of your right big toe. Lift into your right kneecap. Pull back through your right outer hip. You might have walked your hands back a little bit in space to uh, give yourself more room. And then as you inhale next, possibly walk your hands forward as you come back to the lunge. So we're just going to flow through these two shapes, uh, bringing movement into the hips, uh, lengthening along the back of the right leg. And as you move through the shapes, try to synchronize your movement with the breath. So it takes you the entire length of the breath to come to the peak expression of each posture. So the activity in the spine here is similar to what we were doing in cat and cow, although uh, I went more back to, the, um, to what's probably a more, uh, <laughs> a more uh, familiar breath pattern. If you'd like to try coming forward with the exhale, try going back with the inhale, that can be a little bit of a, a mind puzzle, which is good. I was thinking about this um, earlier in the week, how trying to do something a little differently uh, can kind of feel like you're doing, you know, 
like you're a beginner, like you're doing something for the first time. Okay, come back to your lunge, plant your right, uh, left palm on the floor, bring your right hand to your right thigh, pressing your palm into your thigh, begin to revolve your left ribs towards your right inner thigh to stack your shoulders. Sweep your right arm to the sky as you reach up, look up, shift weight out of your left wrist into the left knuckles, revolve your left ribs towards the sky, and then hand down, press back, downward facing dog. So we're going to start again with that uh, long three-legged dog. So left leg lifts straight up and back. Knee and toes orient towards the floor to keep the hips at an even height. Release your right heel down as you lift along the front of the right leg. As the right heel lengthens down, keep lifting through the left inner thigh. Reach back through the heel, press down and forward evenly through left and right hand. Look to the top of your mat and exhale, lunge forward. Again, establish a long stride, maybe hands are uh, on fingertips, fist or blocks. Melt the hips down and forward, temporarily bending the back knee till the left thigh is parallel to the floor and then lift through the right inner upper thigh. Shoulders out of the ears, collarbones broad, chin and chest forward. And again, feel the feet on the floor. As you extend through the legs, simultaneously draw in. Right foot forward, left foot back, scissoring the legs towards one another. So lengthening as we tone. Okay, exhale to send the hips back. Maybe walk the hands back. Tuck your chin to your chest to round your upper spine. As you ground through the left big toe, lift into the left kneecap, widen the left outer hip towards the wall behind you. Feeling along the back of the left leg, prob prob probably primarily, or if it's somewhere else, that's good too. Let your mind draw you, uh, let the pose draw you into different parts of your body. Inhale, come into the lunge, and exhale, shift the hips back. Again, moving with the breath, consider bringing more grace into your movements. How does just thinking about uh, moving with grace start to change the way you move? And again, if you did it on the first side, you might try that uh, opposite breath pattern. So coming forward with an exhale, going back with an inhale. And Again, come forward to the lunge, right palm to the floor, left hand to your left thigh, press your palm into your thigh to revolve your right wrist towards your left inner thigh. Sweep the left arm up, broad across the collarbone, shift weight out of your right wrist into your knuckles. Lift into the wrist, revolve the right ribs towards the sky as you look up. Reach back through your heel, lift through the back of your back, send forward through the crown of your head, and then hand down, foot back, downward facing dog. So we'll do a, a few, let's do three half sun salutations with the uh, full breath in each downward facing dog. So inhale to come forward into plank. You can either go knees, chest, chin, or chaturanga dandasana. Inhale coming up, either cobra pose as we've done, or upward facing dog. Exhale sends you back, downward facing dog. Full inhale here, and full exhale. Inhale to shift forward, plank. 
Exhale, lowering down, method of your choice. Inhale, curl up, open the chest. Exhale, press back, downward facing dog. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, last one, come forward. Exhale, lower down. Inhale, press up. And exhale, shift the hips up and back, downward facing dog. Now we'll just walk the feet to the top of the mat very slowly. So as you step one foot forward, press the hip of that leg up and back, being on the journey to the top of the mat. So once you have arrived at the top of your mat, take a ragdoll shape. So feet are hip width distance apart before you bend the knees and rest your torso on your thighs. Let your upper body hang forward. First, take, uh, possibly taking hold of wrists, uh, forearms, or biceps, and making any subtle movements here that help you in this attempt to let go. So maybe the arms sway from side to side to release tension in the shoulders. Maybe your head shakes yes and no to release tension in the neck. So as you come to uh, start to come more towards stillness here, you might start to imagine with the breath drawing energy from the earth as you inhale, moving energy up the backs of the legs, gathering energy in the hips, and as you exhale, that energy cascades down the length of your spine, out through your elbows, out through the crown of your head, back to the earth, and then the cycle starts all over again. Release tension from your face. Relax the edges of your mouth. Let your cheeks be slack. And bring your fingertips to the floor in front of you. Begin to add to the length of the spine that you've just created by actively extending the crown of your head towards the floor. Push your feet into the mat as you begin to lift your outer hips skyward. Start to lift into your kneecaps as you lengthen along the backs of your legs, engage the front sides of your legs. Again, identify your inner upper thighs and think about your inner upper thighs pressing back and gently pulling apart without your knees, uh, without your knees buckling. Okay, from here, bring your palms to your shins. Keep your legs and hips as they are. Press your elbows straight. Draw your shoulder blades onto the back of your heart. Exhale and fold once again. Release the head, fingertips down. One more time, inhale to lift halfway. Shoulder blades on the back and exhale to fold forward. Bring your hands to your hips, point your elbows to the sky, lift your chin, and as you inhale next, come all the way up to standing. So I often notice as I come to standing from a forward fold, my uh, hips are tilted forward. So if you imagine your pelvis like a bowl, the front of the bowl is tilted forward for me. So I pay extra attention here to lift through the front of my hip points and lengthen down through the tailbone. Um, shoulders roll back with the hands on the hips and from your hips, press down. So you can even put a little pressure down on the hips and think about rooting through the legs, through the feet. Roll the shoulders back, take your gaze to the imagined horizon, and then roll your arms out 
reach your fingertips towards the floor. And then I'd like to take a moment here to uh, think about mountain pose. So this is Tadasar mountain pose. Consider the properties of the mountain and how you would embody those properties at this moment. Okay, inhale to sweep your arms out, up, and overhead, touching your palms at the top. Exhale, gently bend your knees as you sweep your arms down and forward. Release the head, fingertips to the floor. Inhale to lift halfway. And exhale to flow forward. Inhale, sweep the arms all the way up, rooting from the hips to the heels, reaching from the waistline through the fingertips. And exhale, arms at your sides and up. One more time. Inhale, sweep up. And exhale, gracefully flow forward. Fingertips to the floor, head released. Inhale, lift halfway, shoulder blades on the back. And exhale, flow forward. Inhale to rise. And exhale, Tadasana. Please step your inner feet together, base of the big toes come to touch. A little bit of space between the inner heels. Again, establish a strong base by rooting from the hips through the soles of the feet. Uh, spreading the toes is also a good idea here. So once your feet come closer together, your, uh, your, your foundation is more narrow, so it uh, becomes harder to balance. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. Seems obvious. Interlace your fingers. Point your index fingers to the, th to the sky. Cross your thumb. Lift from your waistline out through your fingertips. Look to the imagined horizon. And as you exhale, shift your hips gently to the left as you lean your upper body to the right. So, yeah. Uh, so it doesn't take much uh, lateral bending here to create a lot of sensation down the left side body. Root down to your left heel. And with your right arm, pull your left arm gently. Create more space along your left side as you turn your attention to your left shoulder, the outsides of your left ribs, your left waistline, your left outer hip. If you're feeling compression in the low back, then come out a little bit. Lengthen down to your tailbone, root through your heels, and then turn your gaze up beyond your left tricep muscles. Soften the edges of your mouth. Inhale, create space. Exhale, expand into the space. Inhale, back to center. Grow tall and exhale, upper body to the left, hips gently to the right. Root down through your right hip, use your left arm to pull your right side body even longer. Left shoulder slightly forward as you take your gaze up beyond your right tricep muscles. Good. Breathe into your right side. Notice tension forming in your jaw, around your mouth, and try to soften there. Lift into your kneecaps, lengthen down through your tail. Breathe along your right side. Inhale to create space. Exhale to grow longer from your heel to your fingertips. Inhale back to center and exhale, release your arms down. So roll out your shoulders a little bit and we're going to come to our back bend. Okay, so for today we're going to uh, cuff the head with the hands. Interlace the fingers behind your head and just cuff the base of your skull with your thumbs. Wind your elbows out to either side of the room, and then hug your shoulder blades together behind your heart. Root down through your heels, lift into your kneecaps, lengthen through your tailbone. Establish gravity from the hips down, and then look up. 
slow, deep breath, trying to create opening in your chest with each inhale. As you exhale, start to lean back, releasing the weight of your head into your hands. Hug your shoulder blades together behind your heart as you expand out through your inner elbows. Good, beautiful. You know, uh, push your hips down so you may feel uh, you can go back further with that uh, deeper grounding. Good. Continue to breathe to come up, bring the elbows forward, chest forward, and head comes up last. Beautiful. Okay, from here, once again, inhale to sweep your arms overhead, look up, palms touch at the top, and gracefully flow forward, bending the knees gently as you bring the fingertips to the floor, head released. From here, we're just going to walk out our forward fold. So one knee bends, the opposite hip reaches out and up, and then switch sides, releasing any tension or pain from the lower spine, going from the back bend to our forward fold. So I don't know how it happened this week, but uh, my sequence just got very influenced by the 90-minute um, the <laughs> hot yoga uh, sequence. Um, so I know you, I know Nancy that you've done some uh, Bikram yoga before, so you'll probably recognize a lot of this stuff. Okay, so lift up onto your toes and sit your hips to your heels. Do that once and do it twice. Walk your fingertips back and then lift up your heels to slide your hands underneath your heels. Pinky fingers touching side by side, thumbs wrapping to the outsides of the heels. Sandwich your belly to your thighs. Push down through the knuckles of your toes as you begin to lift into your hips. Lift into your kneecaps. Widen your inner thighs back and apart. Pull your shoulders away from your ears as you lengthen the sides of your neck. Extend the crown of your head towards the tops of your feet, and pull your face towards or to the legs. Breathe here. Recognize what you're feeling, where you're feeling, how can you bring breath, bring energy, moving through those places to create release, to create opening. Untuck your hands, walk your fingertips forward, fold forward. With an inhale, palms to shins, lift halfway, shoulder blades on the back, and exhale, fold deeply. Inhale, rise up, tuck the tailbone as you reach to the sky, and exhale, Tadasana, arms at your sides. Inhale, arms sweep overhead, look up as the palms touch, and exhale, flow forward. Inhale to lift halfway, and exhale, walk your fingertips behind your heels to sit down into your imaginary chair. Ankles and knees gently hug together, good, and then tilt your chin to your chest, draw your forehead towards or to your knees as you round your spine strongly. So again, feel your fingertips on the floor, don't move them, but isometrically draw them towards the top of your mat to lift the back of your heart even higher. Round your upper back, draw your belly button in towards your spine, chin to chest, forehead towards the knees, 
Breathe between each vertebra along your spine to create more space along the back side of the body. Weight in the heels, weight in the fingertips, ankles and knees. Draw in for five, four, three, two, and one. Lift your hips up, walk your hands forward, exhale, fold fully forward. Inhale, bring your palms to your shins, shoulder blades on the back, crown of the head extends forward. Exhale and fold once again. Step back into a plank possession. Inhale in plank. And exhale, roll your knees, roll your heels to the right. Sweep your left arm up, coming into a uh, side plank position. Lift into your outer hip, shift weight out of your wrists into your right knuckles as you revolve your right ribs, gaze towards the sky beyond your left fingertips. Look down, hand down, back to plank, and then fold the heels to the left. Sweeping your right arm to the sky, Vashisasana, side plank, lift into your hips, Revolve your right ribs, right outer ribs towards the sky. Look up as you reach up. Shift weight out of your left wrist into your knuckles. Soften the edges of your mouth. Reach through your heels. And then look down, hand down, press back, downward facing dog. Okay. Uh, walk your feet to your hands. Fold forward. And make your way up to standing unceremoniously. <laughs> Okay, uh, we're going to do some uh, wide-legged stance poses, so let's face, uh, let's turn to face the entryway wall, and have your, um, actually, make a, um, make a loop in your strap, and, yeah, let's just do, I was thinking we could do this with two straps, but since we're recording it, I'm like, most people probably are not practicing with the two straps lying around the house. Um, maybe. Well, if they got one, they can get Go out, right, pause the podcast, go buy a second strap. It's going to save you some time. It's going to save you about a whole 30 seconds if you have two straps. <laughs> okay. So, uh, have a loop in your strap, have your blocks handy in front of you, and now we'll go into this standing sequence. So we're going to start with the goddess stance. So walk your feet apart and angle your toes out. So the angle of your toes and the, uh, the width of your stance can always be adjusted as you come down into this. Take your hands to your hips and establish your upper body just as you would in the mountain pose. So shoulders back, lower ribs in and back, tailbone lengthens down, gaze to the horizon, and then begin to bend your knees in the direction of your toes. So you might start to widen your stance, you might shorten your stance. As your thighs come down parallel to the floor, you want your knees to be directly over your heels. You want your knees bending in the same direction as your toes so that you can see the uh, big toe to the inside of your knees. Wide through your inner thighs, draw in through your uh, low ribs, lengthen down through your tailbone, draw your upper body back. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, and exhale, right arm underneath your left arm, bring your palms together for eagle arms. 
Lift your elbows up, draw your forearms away from your face, melt your hips down, draw your upper body back. Soften the edges of your mouth for five, four, three, two, and one. Sweep your arms overhead. Exhale, left arm underneath your right. Palms together, elbows up, forearms away from the face, upper body back, inner, lower front ribs, in and back, tailbone length is down. Extension through your inner thigh, contraction through your outer hips, five, four, three, two, and one. Straighten your legs, sweep your arms overhead, and exhale, arms to your sides. Okay, take a wider stance with the outside edges of your feet now parallel to the short ends of your mat. From there, step your heels to the back of your mat. So that your heels are just at the back line of your own mat. Turn your toes in just slightly from parallel to give you better grip. And then tone the muscles of your legs. Lift into your kneecaps. Lengthen down through your tailbone. Lift through the front of your hip points. Shoulders back. Gaze up. Lengthen along the front of your torso. From your belly button through your chin. And then exhale. Bring your torso parallel to the floor. Plant your wrists below your shoulders. And again, isometrically, draw the heels of your hands back to extend your chin and chest forward. With this added length, begin to extend the crown of your head towards or to the floor as you walk your hands back. Fingers point in the same direction as your toes, ankles, or <laughs> wrists are directly below your elbows. Elbows are shoulder width distance apart. Extend the crown of your head towards or to the floor. If your head is uh, hovering somewhere over the floor, find enough height to ground your head. So maybe a block or two, maybe a blanket and block combo. Can you take a wider stance or bend your knees just slightly to get there? So um, I think, <laughs> I don't call many things tricks, but I find that this feels like a trick to me. So uh, if you just bend your knees slightly to get your head lower down, and then once your head has established a grounding with either a blanket, a block, or the mat, you can begin to press your thighs back, lift your kneecaps up to straighten your legs, and try to, try to keep the connection between your head and the lowered setting. So I feel like that's a, tr that's a uh, trick. <laughs> See if that trick works for you. Uh, so as we're here, uh, lift your shoulders out of your ears, lengthen the sides of your neck, push down through your feet, push down through your head. As you extend down through your head, down through your feet, can you create more length along your back body, along the back of each leg, along the back of your along the length of your spine. So this is one pose that uh, when I've had a consistent group of people and have taught this pose consistently, there is very obvious <laughs> uh, progress with the head to the earth. So uh, it can be nice to see progress in your practice. So um, if that's some, if this is uh, a place you'd like to see it, then just practice this pose 
uh, maybe two or three times a week, and you'll start to see your head getting closer to the floor. You might see your head getting closer to the floor just over the course of this little uh, monologue I'm spurting. So uh, maybe you can bring your head to a lower setting of the prop. Maybe you can walk your feet a little closer together. Okay, walk your hands back below your shoulders, hands to hips, elbows to the sky, lift your chin as you rise back to standing, and then heel toe your feet back together. So here's that spot where, uh, <laughs> where we're going to use the strap. So bring the strap around your right thigh, and keep a little bit of, um, a little bit of slack between your strap and the thigh, so it's not hugging at the upper thigh. Uh, closely. And once you have done that, we're going to take our wide-legged stance again, just as we were in a moment ago. So hopefully your strap can kind of stay up in your upper thigh without uh, holding on to it. And we're going to look up, lengthen along the torso, tone the muscles of the legs, hinge at the hips, and bring the uh, right hand below your face. Okay, isometrically pull the heel of your right hand towards the wall that your butt is facing as you extend your chin and chest forward. I'm having a hard time keeping my strap in one place. Oh, okay. Now, uh, place an imaginary glass of water at your low back with your left hand. Begin to revolve your right ribs to the left wall. Stack your left shoulder on top of your right shoulder without spilling your glass of water. And then, if you can, reach back and try to loop your fingertips into your strap. Okay, with the strap, can you draw your left shoulder blade even deeper onto the back of your chest as you revolve your right ribs towards the left wall? Kneecaps lift, thigh bones back. Beautiful, really good. Okay, and then eventually start to take the gaze up. Again, right hand on the floor, isometrically draw the heel back, send the crown of the head forward. Think about your spine being perpendicular to the floor. So you're extending the head forward, pressing the thigh bones back. The longer the spine, the deeper you are able to revolve here. Okay, if you'd like, release the strap and take your left arm to the skies with the shoulder stack. Very nice. Okay, look down, left hand down. Hands to the hips, elbows to the sky, lift your chin, heel toe the feet back together, and switch the strap to the left foot. Lift, your le lift the strap over your left thigh, and let's start all over. Walk your feet apart, wide stance, hands on the hips, lift the kneecaps, elbows back, chin and chest lift, hinge at the hips with an exhale, Left palm to the floor in front of the face this time. Lift the kneecaps up, thigh bones press back. Isometrically draw the heel of the left hand back as you reach your chin and chest forward. Place the, place the glass of water on your back with your right hand this time. As you revolve your left ribs towards the right, stack your right shoulder on top of your left shoulder. So as your glass of water spilled towards the left, that's the way it's going to spill if it fills, spills. So lift into your left hip as you press evenly back through your left and right thighs, and then grab your strap. 
slide your uh, thing fingers underneath the strap and then use the resistance of the strap to pull your right shoulder blade deeply onto the back of your chest and revolve your left ribs even more towards the right wall. Keep the thigh bones pressing back, crown of the head reaching forward, heel of the left hand isometrically moving towards the wall that your, your, the, your bottom is facing. If you'd like, take the right arm to the sky. Notice the distribution of weight in your left hand, shift it out of the wrist, ground through the knuckles. And then hand down, hands to the hips, elbows to the sky, rise up, and heel toe your feet back together. And we're done facing that direction. Come back to downward facing dog. I have not, I've taught this class, uh, this will be my third time teaching this class this week, and we just haven't done Revolve Triangle yet, which seems like a real waste. So let's do it now. <laughs> Inhale, lift the right leg up, look to the top of your mat, exhale, lunge your right foot forward. And I don't, why is it, I feel like I'm always doing this pose with you. Um, I feel like if you were to describe my class, you'd say she always teaches Revolve Triangle. Okay, step your left foot forward about a foot and a half or uh, less, and turn the left, uh, the left toes to the top left corner of your mat. Bring your hands to your hips, elbows to the sky, come on up. So we're in a uh, prep or revolve triangle and or pyramid pose. Root down through the base of your right big toe, lift into your right kneecap, pull back through your right hip, and have a block at the top of your mat. With your hands on your hips, try to orient your hips forward. So you're pulling your right hip in space and revolving your left hip forward. Shoulders on the back, elbows point towards the back wall, just as we did a moment ago. And the wide legged forward fold, reach your chin and chest towards the sky, and then exhale to hinge forward at your hips. Left palm to the block or to the floor at the inside or outside of your right foot. With your right hand still on your hip, ground through the right big toe, lift into the right kneecap, and gently pull the right hip back in space. Begin to revolve your left ribs towards the right wall as you draw your right hip back. Stack your right shoulder on top of your left shoulder. And if the shoulders are stacked, sweep the right arm to the sky. Beautiful. Ground through the outer edge of your right foot. Scissor your feet together. And then look down, hand down, press back, downward facing dog. Inhale, the left leg lifts, look to the top of your mat. Exhale, lunge your left foot forward, step the right foot forward, orient the right toes to the top right corner of your mat. Come up with your hands on your hips, elbows pointing to the sky, lift through your chin, square your hips forward, wrap your right outer hip towards the front of the mat, pull your left hip back as you root down through the left big toe, lift into your left kneecap, Roll your shoulders back, lift your chin and chest up, and then exhale, hinge at your hips. Bring your right hand to the floor or to a block at the inside or outside of your left foot. So inside will be uh, less, less twisting to the left, uh, outside will be more. Draw your left hip back, extend the crown of your head forward, and then begin to revolve your right ribs towards the left wall. 
Stack your left shoulder on top of your right shoulder without moving the legs. Sweep your left arm to the sky if the shoulders are stacked. You might even isometrically move the right hand towards the back of your mat to extend the crown of your head forward. Scissor the legs towards the center. Draw your left hip back. Revolve from your, uh, from your low, low belly ribs. Chest number back. Take the gaze up. And then hands frame the front foot. Step back, down dog. Inhale forward to plank. And exhale, lower knees, chest, chin. Slide forward. Press your forearms down and push your way up into a camel pose. Extend your legs back one at a time. Press the tops of your feet down. Engage the legs so the kneecaps lift. Planting your elbows below your shoulders. Spread your fingers and your palms and then pull your elbows back. Roll your shoulders onto the back of your chest. So active, um, active sphinx pose here. Lift through the crown of your head. Draw the sides of your neck back. And from here, lie on your belly, arms at your sides, chin on the floor. Bend your knees and flex your feet. Reach back for your outer ankles with each hand. So get one, and we'll do it a second time. Um, You got it? Okay. Okay. Uh, Flex your feet. And this is called bow pose, so um, I think that's informative to how the pose feels. So uh, as you begin to kick your feet into your hands, lift your thighs off of the floor, your arms are the strings of your bows being pulled taut with the pressure of your ankles into your hands. So as the, uh, the strings are pulled taut, the shoulders are drawn back, lift your chest up, draw your ankles and knees ever so slightly together to lengthen through the low spine. Sides of the neck back, crown of the head lifts, kick into your feet, let the shoulders be pulled back, and then exhale, let it go. Left cheek to the floor, heads of the arm bones forward, big toes touch, heels wide apart, arms relaxed at your sides. Release the weight of your head, and release tension from your neck. With your gaze either soft at the edge of your mat or your eyes closed, Turn your attention to your breath. Each inhale, sip in more air. Each exhale, allow an additional moment at the end of your breath to push more air out from the bottom of your lungs. Chin back to the floor, bend your knees, flex your feet, reach back for the outsides of your ankles once again. One more time. Ankles and knees tone in towards one another. They don't need to come together, but try to keep them from being wider than your hips. And as you come up, think about the name of the pose again. Pulling the strings of your bow taut, lift through your inner thighs, kick through your ankles, pull your arms back with the pressure of your ankles into your hands. And then add to that uh, opening of the chest by actively drawing your shoulders 
together behind your heart. Broaden across your collarbones. Lift your chest higher. Look up even. And then exhale as you let it go. Right cheek to the floor. Heads of the arm bones forward. Big toes touch. Heels widen apart. Release the weight of your head. Relax your neck. Allow your upper body to broaden. Countering the um, back bend we just did. into the floor, tuck your toes, send your hips briefly to your heels for an extended child's pose, and then walk your hands back to your hips. Bring your knees together, point your toes back, and take a seat on your heels. So, um, we're going to do camel pose. <laughs> we do camel pose. Okay, so um, this is one pose that uh, for me went from the bottom of my list of things I want to do to the top. So <laughs> um, I really enjoy this pose, but it uh, can be it can be really unpleasant. So um, for for you, I'm going to give you an assistant uh, assistance. So uh, and for everyone listening at home, I'm going to give lots of options. Uh, I think we've prepped pretty well for this pose, so you may just be surprised by what you can do. Um, okay, so come to uh, kneeling. So uh, you're on your knees with your feet hip width distance apart. And just like we did in our standing back bends, you're going to ground from your hips to the earth. So from your hips through your knees. I'm going to... Uh, Push your hips down. So just like I did in the standing, giving you that stability as you go back. Okay, so uh, put your hands in your back in your imaginary back pockets. As you put your hands in your back pockets, uh, press the flesh of your buttocks down, lengthening your tailbone towards the floor. Roll your shoulders back, point your elbows back, lift into your heart, and then start to look up. Good. Inhale, lift through your heart. Exhale, start to release back. Good. Root through your legs and hips, keeping your hips over your knees. Good. Breathe and maybe bring the hands to the heels. Fingers to the insides, thumbs to the outsides, so the inner elbows start to roll out to either side. Okay. Come back up. I'm like losing sensation in my arms. Like okay. When you put your arms back or before you put your arms back? When I lean all the way back, okay. my arm gets numb. Okay. Like it's pinching something. Yeah. So it, do you think it's helpful to keep your hands on your hips or that's not, it's not even that? No, I, that seems okay. okay. To here, to here, to here. That's really deep even without taking the arms back. Hmm. And I wonder why the arm back would yeah. do that. I don't know. Okay, don't look back. You got, it looks like you got a great back without the arm. It's going down. Do you like the hands on the hips? Is that helpful? Yes, definitely. Okay. okay. Uh, if you haven't come up, come up. Uh, take a rest. We're going to do it one more time. 
So hands on the hips, ground through the knees, lift through the heart, hands on the hips, elbows back, and breathe into it. Good. So if you are taking the hands to the hips at home, do that. Or take your hands to the heels, thumbs outside, fingertips inside, roll your inner elbows out, lift your heart up. Good, good. Nancy, you got a great pose. Yeah. So come back up, shoulders, chest, head comes up last. Take a seat on your heels. And just like in that... Uh, uh, Bikram series. I'm going to go. We're going to go from uh, camel to rabbit. So, if you think about the um, dynamics of the pose, uh, they're kind of similar to going from um, cat to cow pose, uh, with a little more intensity. I would say uh, we're going to take a brief uh, twist between the two. I feel like that will be nice neutralization of the spine. So. Uh, knees together, swing your feet out to the right to take a, to the left to take a seat on your right hip. So coming to Bharadvajasana, so the, uh, the left ankle is in the arch of the right foot, the right hip is grounded, bring the right hand behind. So when you come into these twists and you bring the hand back, so you're, you're not really leaning into the hand, you're really just using the hand on the floor to prop the chest up. So uh, Prop the chest up with the right fingertips behind the right hip. Left hand crosses to the right thigh. And keeping the head oriented over the heart, the heart oriented over the center of your pelvis, begin to revolve from left to right, bottom to top, inside to outside. Look over your right shoulder. And then inhale, come back through center, swing the legs out to the other side. Keeping the knees together, place your right ankle into the arch of your left foot. Left fingertips behind, right hand crosses to the left thigh. Root down through the left hip, grow tall through the spine, and as you exhale next, begin to revolve from right to left, inside to outside. Move from uh, the floor to the seat. center, taking a slight counter twist this time. As promised, we're going to go now into rabbit pose. So, uh, do you have feelings about this pose? <laughs> uh, I don't think I remember it. Okay, so uh, if in the Bikram se sequence, we, they go directly from camel to rabbit, and uh, you're, it's a deep it's not a forward fold, but it's a spinal, curving the spine pose. Um, so, start sitting on your knees, and then uh, hands uh, back by the heels, and then tuck your chin to your chest, and fold forward. So, you're uh, bringing your belly onto your thighs, and, tuck, and drawing your forehead towards or to your knees. Now that you're down here, you're going to grip your heels. So you're going to take your hands to the outsides of your feet and then wrap your fingers to the insides of your heels. Thumbs stay outside. Now push your shins down, push your feet down as you lift up and continue to pull your forehead towards your knees. So without, not really tucking the chin towards the chest still, just pulling the forehead towards the knees. 
So much like bow pose, I feel like the arms are being used in a similar way here. So as the hips go up, the arms are being pulled taut and the shoulders, instead of being pulled onto the back, are being pulled forward. So you're getting this opening of the upper back with the pressure of the heels into the hands. So continuing to push the, the shins down, hips up, uh, using the, um, the, <laughs> the shape to round the upper back. Feel that opening of the upper back. And now sit back on the heels, push your way back up, and rest here. Did you feel that effect of the shoulders being pulled? Yeah, well, okay. more so along the top of my back. Okay. But, yeah, no, that, I, I don't feel like if anyone were watching, it wouldn't look like much, but it feels like. Okay, so. yeah. Yeah. And that's, what, that's what's important to me. <laughs> okay, let's do it uh, one more time, and then we will uh, move towards the end. Okay, hands to the uh, feet, fold forward, tuck your chin towards your chest to land your forehead closer to your knees. And then push your shins down, lift your hips up. So as you lift your hips higher, your arms are going to be pulled, uh, pulled tighter, rounding the upper back, opening that space. Slowly lower your hips down, walk your hands forward, press your way back up, and then swing your legs forward to lie on your back. I'm just interested in, I'm interested in the mechanics of the poses. I feel like that one, that one specifically is going to be very different depending on your proportions because I feel like it depends a lot on your proportions. Like if you had really long arms, <laughs> uh, your arms aren't going to be pulled. Yeah. Well, we did we did that deep forward fold earlier too, which yeah. is really similar. Very similar. So I feel like it was a primer for that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, gonna, as promised, we're going to start to slow things down here. Take your uh, feet to the mat, bend your knees skyward, arms out to the sides of the room like a T. Windshield wiper your legs. As you exhale, let your knees fall to the right. As you inhale, bring them through center and exhale, knees fall to the left. So synchronize movement with breath. Releasing through the upper body. Feeling into the low back. Maybe pausing on one side or the other. Maybe pausing on one side and the other. Bring your knees back to center, draw them in together, and start to make small circles with the knees. In one direction, feeling that effect of massaging the area around your sacral spine. And then send the knees off in the other direction. And 
feet back to the floor. Walk your left foot to center, cross your right leg up over your left leg, and then slowly draw your knees in towards your chest. Hug your knees with your hands, and maybe slide your hands to opposite feet. Flex the feet, and as the knees hug into the chest, you might begin to pull your heels towards your hips. So right hip, toward, uh, right foot towards left hip, left foot towards right hip. Releasing the low back along the floor. And then uncross your legs, recross them now with the left leg on top. Slowly draw your knees into your chest, hug them in. Slide your hands down the outsides of legs to the outer feet. Feet stay flexed as you draw your knees in towards your chest, targeting probably primarily the left hip, but you may feel this elsewhere. Uncross your legs, draw your knees up towards your armpits as we come to half happy, or full happy baby. So grab the outside edges of your feet, Shins are perpendicular to the floor, soles of the feet, feet open to the sky, and rock your way side to side. Knees uh, in turn draw down towards the mat. Now bring your inner feet together as you widen your knees out to either side of the room. Interlace your fingers around your outer feet and come to a um, reclined bound angle pose or reclined butterfly pose. Extend through your inner knees. Again, let the pressure of the feet into the hand pull the arms straight. And now extend out through your legs and take your arms along the sides of your body. Uh, for Nancy, I would like to get you a would you like a weighted blanket? Quite a luxury. Okay. I'm, I'm, making, I'm trying to make a point to utilize more of the uh, wonderful props we have available at the studio. Uh, so we're coming into Savasana. Arms at your sides. Palms turned up. Shoulders gently tucked underneath the chest. Extend out through each leg and let the weight of the feet fall open. You might briefly tuck your chin to your chest to lengthen the neck before releasing the weight of your head. Feel those spaces where your body is touching down. And melt roots from your body into the earth. Feel the cool air of the room across your skin. And soften at your edges.
as you breathe, focus on this connection with the earth, these roots growing from your body, growing deeper. unseen, expansive network of energy below the surface. Slowly begin to bring movement back to your individual fingers and toes. Reanimate arms and legs by rocking them side to side, maybe gently nodding your head from side to side. Eventually bend your knees, extend an arm. for 
hard work.